0: Happy Will Wednesdays! I have something new going on that I'm only doing for a limited time. I'm doing business diagnostics for your business, All Wedding Professionals. It's called Heck Yes Sales Breakthrough. And it's pretty much like taking your business to the doctor. So this is your chance to get eyeballs on your business. And I tell you exactly what I would do in order to help you figure out what's broken or not not functioning the best way so you can make more sales and book more clients. Hop on it with code HECK YES for 50% off. It's only $50. So super low ticket. Hop on it. It's going away soon. So today I have my friend Carol from Blushing Details. She's a OC event planner that focuses on opulence and modern multicultural weddings. We are both on the board for WIPA and have become very close. You guys should definitely join WIPA. They are having their membership drive. She is always teaching me that anything is possible. So today our hot topic is creating a more cultural and thematic wedding for your ideal client. Enjoy! Time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Gay Heck Yes with me, your girl Carissa Woo. I have my friend Carol. She is a wedding planner from blushing detail and she focuses on creating a authentically opulence and refined wedding for your modern diverse multicultural and interracial clients welcome carol what's up girl? Hey, hi. how are you doing tell everyone who you are where you're located and a little bit about yourself we're gonna dig deep today Okay, um, so I'm located in Pasadena,
1: but I do weddings everywhere. I've done weddings in Los Angeles County, Orange County, and also Ventura County. And then I have done destination wedding as well, too. So definitely would love to get more into that as well, too, destination weddings. Um, but yeah, I definitely, my uh, a lot of my clients are very modern couple, um, two multicultural merge together, um, because we're in Los Angeles, you know, like we have different culture, different, uh, you know, cultural backgrounds and traditions. Um, and the couples that I meet want to merge those things together and have like a beautiful, elegant, timeless, classic wedding that they could remember with their family. So I definitely have a lot of multicultural, uh, interracial weddings, um, That's most of my clients. Yeah,
0: I mean, um, we're gonna talk more about that later with the wedding part. But let's go back. Let's go back to young Carol. Tell me, like, how you were growing up, and just what led you to becoming this amazing wedding planner.
1: Um, so when I, you know, it's the funniest thing. I've been in the wedding industry for. Uh, or the event industry for quite a long time now I think it's going on like over 15 years so I started out doing um uh started out doing like went to school for like fashion oh my god like it it's been so so I've been in fashion for like 12 years before I, I start getting into the event industry uh so I was very I've always been creative I believe it or not, I went to school for fashion design and wow. fashion design was not for me at all. Yeah. So I've always been creative. I love like, like, you know, I love um, drawing things. I love putting things together. I-, I don't think I'm very crafty, but I just had <laughs> ideas. Yeah, you know, yeah. uh-huh. like I-, I had ideas, you know, everyone had ideas and attempt to try to put things together. Um, so and I had like, ideas of like, what would I like, you know, at every young age, when you're like, uh, a little girl, you think of your dream wedding. So I kind of like started like putting things together in my head, you know, what my dream wedding would be. So I've always been very creative in a, a lot of different ways. And uh, when I went to school in fashion design, um, I realized fashion design wasn't for me. It was, too, uh, although it's very, the end result is very glamorous and very beautiful, like weddings, right?
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, but there's a lot of technical aspect to fashion design as well too so i end up going into fashion marketing which i enjoy a lot uh it's kind of like working with the fashion designer to how to bring it out to the consumer like ready to wear so i like light light really enjoy the marketing and merchandising part of it so much. I went to school for it. Wow. And then um, afterwards I went to uh, learn more, a little bit more about like international business and things like that. So, um, and, uh, and that was my first thing is the, my first creative outlet was it ex- um, exposing myself into the fashion industry, more in a creative element. Um, and then just, I went into like, then I went. I, I kind of like touch into food as well too. Oh, so my, yeah, my first business was dessert catering, and that was another creative outlet for me. Um, working with like chefs and creating like a dessert uh, for my catering business with some of my partners, uh, and that's how I got into a event. You know, the event industry. Uh, that was my first. You know, my first. 6 years, 5 years into it. So yeah. before I became a wedding planner, so oh, yeah. Cool. It's always I always been very creative but in different ways.
0: Yeah, but what was like that stepping stone where you're like I wanted to do this wedding planning thing. Yeah.
1: Um so it's funny cuz when I got after I got married, I was just like you know what? I want to write a blog. You know, everyone like every yeah. time when we everyone All my even my bride, uh, I have some bride that end up wanting to be a wedding planner, or some of them end up going business in the wedding. But, um, the one thing is, I said, I'm gonna write a blog about like them different things that I have purchased or think different things I have researched, um, while I was planning my wedding, so I kind of like. Thought I would get. It. I didn't want to. I didn't think about being a wedding planner. But I started writing blogs, and then I had um, somebody reach out to me and thought I was a wedding planner. And then I kind of like start thinking. I'm like, hey, you know what? Why not combine my past event creating skills with my wedding, you know, wedding planning, wedding planning skills. Let me p- combine them together and um and see if I can do wedding planning. So I did like uh, I always recommend this to all newbies. I did shadow a wedding planner for a few weddings. Uh, just to see like if I really yeah. like it, if I could like stand on my feet for 14 mm-hmm. hours, 12 to 14 hours, and then um see how it is behind the scene. Because as a bride, you don't see what goes on behind the scene. You're kind of like, you know, you're you're there to enjoy your wedding. So I was able to see behind the scene and you know, I really enjoyed it. I liked the adrenaline of yeah. it. It was exciting for me. So I decided that's how I end up creating my own business and that was eight years ago when I did that so
0: when did you have your blog was it around like 2009
1: uh you know I had my no actually I had it like my I had it 2015 okay
0: because i know like blogging was really popular like around 2000 yeah
1: yeah. i i think i came in the the late part of (laughs) really late part of it yeah yeah the late part of it um but um i did i mean blogging i realized it took out a lot of my time Yeah. so i was like you know what let me i i decided to just jump on board in because i was working full-time during that time and then i was like you know i start putting together like my idea of like what i would like to create for my wedding planning business
0: nice what would you uh, how would you describe like your style as a wedding planner
1: um so i you know what i really because the funniest thing is when i got married it rained so all, yeah! everything was indoors yeah oh, oh my man. god i i know how huh? it's like a i feel like it you know i kind of also want to educate a lot of brides that it doesn't damper your day it just things just change right yeah. we just have to like work with you and changing everything and moving everything indoors or let's find creative ways, um, for you, for you and your guests to still enjoy the wedding, right? So um, my wedding was indoors. So I never really had an outdoor wedding. So my when I start doing it, my specialties were outdoor wedding. So I did a lot of weddings outdoors. You know, I was just like, yeah, I did a lot of wedding outdoors. My wedding is very like timeless, elegant, yeah. whimsical feel to it as well too, uh-huh. and it has some a little like. Um, lux to it you know like little customized like details so I really I do focus a lot on the details with my clients to kind of customizing it to uniquely to my client kind I kind of like like to brand my clients uh wedding you know I
0: kind of oh, like I love to
1: brand my client's wedding yeah if it has to be like a crescent or a monogram or or like something that they both enjoy. I really like like to like focus on things that we can definitely brand their wedding so they can carry it on um, while they're married. They could utilize it in their, you know, their paper goods, you know, their stamps, uh, you know, um, pictures, anything that they can do that they can carry it on while they're also like throughout their marriage. So.
0: Oh, I like that. I like how oh, you treat me, like, like, a brand. That's so cute.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I, do. I call them branding, but it's, like, kind of, like, little customization that we I like I enjoy doing for my clients.
0: Yeah, me and my husband, Um, his name is Stu, so everything was, like, hashtag Stu Rissa. Oh, cute. I, mean, I still go so on, like, Stu Rissa sometimes, and I, like, look at some of the wedding photos, but, like, people are, like, what's up, Stu Like,
1: <laughs> Oh, cute. That's so cute. See? Yeah, there you go. It's, like, you keep bringing it up over and over yeah. through the time you... Uh, your marriage, you know, which I think is such a cute idea.
0: Yeah. What was the biggest struggle of your business and how did you overcome it?
1: Um,
0: you know what? I think
1: one of my biggest struggle is kind of uh, leveling up. It's like once you start, because, you know, you I've been in business for eight years and you start out really small and you start leveling up every year, right? Yeah. moving up. And it's trying to, like, keep up with the demand of the client, yeah. you know, and customizing it to the client needs as well too and also like the the team kind of like working with your team training your team that hey we're going to another level now um so based on some of like the type of waiting that we're getting we definitely need to be more attentive we have to provide a better service and this is the way we're gonna do it so kind of that was like the difficult part because we we were moving so fast that we were like okay we need to like figure out a system with our team, um, within, so it will like structurally work, like kind of like we're like once I train you, you you have to train to the, your our assistant, you know, and another assistant, another assistant, so we can be consistent, you know. Wow. I think that's the part is being consistent, yeah, because we're uh, and you probably know that and you probably get that where there's turnaround in your team as well too, you know, you have turnaround and you have to consistently train them to the level of the blushing details you know you have to train them at that level so that was like um uh, uh, a struggle that I have um in the first couple a few years of my business yeah. but now that I have like a system in place and I have like I have great team um and so they are the one now that I have trained them now they're like training like our assistants oh good to, to keep- yeah, so it's great that now we have an every year I, I meet with my team. Uh, we have like in the beginning of the year, we basically sit down and we'll, we'll talk about how do we improve our business? What have we learned from our past wedding, how we can improve it? And we do that and we create like um like a little bit of like a a, a workshop for our team to kind of wow. like still be on the same page and be consistent. And the yeah. type of service that we provide our, our our client
0: yeah it's being being a good leader is very important i thought maybe people working for me for free was like oh you know i'm doing them a favor but it's like they want so much from it and the old, and you Uh have to kind of give it to them or they're going to like kind of leave you so it's like it has to be a win-win situation so i totally get that yeah for sure and
1: you get like and i probably you feel me where we have like really young ones yeah that are like upper they're like they're like eager to learn, but we also have to like keep their interests as well, too, exactly. you know, to, uh-huh. to stay with us. So, yeah, I, that was um, a learning um, curve, especially with like really like young millennial, a Gen Z totally. that wants to work with you, yeah. how to, how to um, um, teach them and train them in, at their level, because sometimes uh, we have to communicate with them at a certain level as well too so they can understand yeah it, um, you know uh, our client you know as we get older our the people we work with or even the the client that we uh we um the client that we serve are stay the same age yeah, <laughs> so.
0: yeah this this intern of mine he kept wearing like dinosaurs on his shirts and stuff and like lions and like super hipster and like yeah. I, I would tell him to like you know dress like you know, professional, and he wouldn't to listen to me. Um, but I'm like, am I not like speaking to the Gen Z correctly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, anyways, let's get into Hot Topic. Tell me your Hot Topic and why it's so near and dear to your heart that you want to shout it to the world. Pardon this short interruption, but guess what? I have a new program. It's for all wedding professionals, it's called The Triple Threat. We redo your brand messaging, the homepage of your website. Part two is we do all your marketing. We create a beautiful brochure so you could start getting on prefer venue vendor list, and we do all your sales. So we actually make you a sales presentation, leading your client to the heck yes, so you get paid. I have a free 20 minute demo training. It's only 20 minutes, go to my Instagram, at Carissa Wu, and DM me the word demo. I will send it right over. It's how to get 10 to 15 quality leads in your inbox per month. Enjoy, guys. Carissa Wu is a LA-based wedding photographer who's actually turning business coach. She helped me grow and change, and I'm so proud to call you coach tell us how you're feeling. Like, I want to just know a little bit more about your thoughts. Yeah. It's beautiful and you're, you're awesome. It's beautiful. I'm speechless. (laughs) I just like the fact that it feels like myself, like I can, I feel myself when I see this.
1: Oh man. Well, you got me pumped and excited for this. Carissa, thank you. So I think that, uh, well, uh, first thing I, uh, we definitely, I want to get into like, you know, multicultural wedding, but I definitely think, mental health is really important uh, as well too uh, in the industry um you know i think that as as a as a um, event professional i think we take in so much and we take in so much um problems from different professionals like our vendors but also we take in a lot not only from the couples but we also take in a lot from their parent family as uh-huh, well too, especially uh-huh. if their family's paying for the wedding. Um, so I think that I, for, for me, I think that mental health is really important to like, really like, I always have like a routine in place. Um, so I one of the routine I have in place is always like I do like a a 30 minute to an hour workout and walks to kind of clear my head. And um, and then I do like a, basically a 10 to 15 minute meditation just to clear my head. Uh, and I think also being part of a community, whatever community that you're a part of, also like um, I would say talk about like talk about some of your issues and get feedback from it. Uh, I think that will also help release some of like the stress that you have because those are, I mean, and you know, get a massage as well too. So that's that's my biggest thing. Get, yeah, get, I mean, get a knew, we,
0: shout out to Whippa. We went through Whippa SoCal and we connected. We went on like a sunset boat ride and I felt like you're so real. Um, and it was interesting because. A lot of people I encounter are like not like that, so I felt like we were on like the same page where you could just talk about anything, um, oh, thank you. and it was very easy, you know. Um, so I felt like very connected with you, but yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I love talking to you. I I was just like, oh my gosh, she's in the same way. Wave and energy length as me. I, was I the same like, way. I, yeah, I, I was like, yay! I mean, it's you know what when when we when we go both go to like a lot of like social events, it's hard. It's hard to start connecting. Um, with people yeah. and then like ca- carry on a conversation. Totally. Uh-huh. So I thought our conversation was very natural. Yeah, so I. Was just, I yeah. It's sometimes it's hard to come by because you're just like you want to talk to everybody, but sometimes it's like the connection. Totally. Is yeah. Oh yeah, we can be friends <now. laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: It was it was a pretty good connection. Um. So I'm glad you're on that podcast. Okay. So. That's great. The mental health, I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned that um, we have to really take care of ourselves first before we serve clients. And, you know, in my contract, I have, it says only the couple, I only talk to the couple for like all the calls. So you're, I'm lucky in that sense. I don't have to take on the energies of the tiger moms um, anymore. I have in the past. And that's yeah. why I put it in my contract now. Like I'm only talking to you guys. So yeah. so I totally get that. Um, but yeah, let's get into the multicultural yeah. facet of this episode. So take it away.
1: Yeah, so I think um, so I deal with a lot of um, multicultural wedding. And it's not even like their multicultural wedding also in the Asian culture as well, too, because I'm Chinese Vietnamese. So I did a wedding where I have a, a bride who's Vietnamese and the the groom was Chinese. Uh-huh. So, and there's also different elements in there as well yeah. too, you know? Yeah. So we have to like, you know, um, I always like, for me, that is, is there's always going to be like challenges in that. Right. Cause each family want different things, you know, and then you're like trying to work together to merge them together. Um, and what came, I, what really worked really well for me was who is, the leader, or who's the one who usually run your your cultural wedding? It's usually aunt or uncle, one of them. Oh yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Usually, an aunt uncle run them, right? Because yeah. I learned that because sometimes the parents may not have all the answer, and they don't. They're no. Sometimes they're not the one that have the knowledge of running some of their cultural like um, like ceremony, like the tea ceremony, you know, like things like that. So I always said, who is there like an aunt or uncle or like a really good friend in your family that have a lot of knowledge in that field, yeah, you know, or they, 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 or they know like how to like navigate that. Um, so I basically, some of them will say, yeah, I have a auntie. I have a good friend that actually know all these information. I said, you know what? I sometimes say, can I talk to them? Like, for like ten to fifteen minutes to kind of be, get a better idea of like because they're because although I'm Chinese Vietnamese I've done so many Chinese Vietnamese weddings that are very all very different they're not all the same yeah and they're all different providence right they're different providence yeah. and they're different different areas so they have different tradition that they they um. That they want to implement into their cultural wedding. So I do do that. Or um, if there is like somebody who are like a, um, uh, usually it's like a pastor or a master or somebody who are also have knowledge, um, I also sometimes talk to them as well too. That's good. And say, hey, I know that they want, um, I did a Sri Lankan wedding that was diff- different as well Me too. too. And I
0: did, huh?
1: the, yeah. The, so we had like a, a Buddhist. a a buddhist um a master come in yeah um so he came in early on um and kind of like guide me and show me how to do things how to set things up uh, just so then i can make things perfect for the couple because there's different yeah there's different um ways of doing things so uh, same thing with jewish weddings i always say there's like your conservative a conservative Jewish wedding, and there's just some of them. that are like, "Yay, we, we're like, they're like, hey, we're just like, um, they're more modern, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah." So yeah. well, I sometimes like I did a very conservative Jewish wedding, and I had to talk to the rabbi. I'm like, "Hey, this is how I'm setting everything up. This is how I'm doing things. This is, you know, um, we have the the floors put up, like, you know, I put up the hoppa and the, you know, the shawl yeah. right above it. We have them look at it, making sure that it all looks like." Um, looks correct and how the table is set up um you know there was a lot of like little elements and he kind of moved things around because it was you know it was a certain way they did it and some of our modern rabbis oh it looks good everything looks good and you know so there's different different um different elements depending on which culture that you're working with um Uh, expect certain perfection yeah so i definitely want to work with them to create that for them um and you know i have a journal i'm writing okay you know what Mm. this is what different culture Uh because i've done also a japanese wedding as well too and i know your husband is japanese so you know like the wine thing you know and and one of the i mean the Uh saka saki in the in the their ceremony as well too so that's like something that i have to i I have to learn yeah Yeah, and it's such a beautiful like ceremony as well too, and we. Uh, so it was something that um, um, the bride and groom had me prepared with the sake, with you know the the you know all the like. Um, elements that they needed for their ceremony and we had like somebody that one of their minister come in and look at everything um making sure that everything looks good everything is being done correctly yeah. to know ahead of time before the ceremony starts so, yeah
0: the first time I seen that bad. I was like I was blown away It was like come back! you know like yeah. <laughs> I felt it in my lungs I was like wow that was yeah really oh my god I know, I know
1: I know I know it's funny because I, I my one of my, uh, the groom mom doesn't really drink. Uh-huh. So she kind of like just did a little yeah, step yeah. because it was, it was strong. She was like, Oh, it was, it's it was really strong. Uh, but yeah, I definitely uh, always um, uh, tell, uh, I always always wanted to um, learn a little bit more about their, their, their culture because oh. it's so different in different tr- uh, culture and their tradition and things like that. So I basically want to sit down and kind of get it right before I, you know start like putting a list together yeah. and um kind of helping them navigate yeah. when they do have like two cultures mo- merged together so yeah we definitely uh uh get to know my client in that in the, in a very deep 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 level yeah. not surface but very in a very deep level to understand like what Which their it's a lot is. Of,
0: it's a lot of education and i love i mm-hmm. love that like you're a world traveler and like you're educating yourself all the time on like their cultures because like, my family's from China, but we're like, my grandma lived in England, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, it just so random. And I always thought I was like Cantonese, but like a princess, but then I'm like Toysanese, like villager. Like, I know, just- yes. <laughs> I know. I
1: know. Told, I, I understand. My, my, I was like born, I was born in Vietnam. My parents are Chinese descendant in Vietnam. And the funniest thing is because they're in different Providence in China. My, my you know my mom is a different providence and my dad is in a different province, and they have their own different tradition as well too so it was like and then when we have our lunar new year celebration it's totally too different it's so different and you married married
0: a jewish guy (laughs) (laughs) i love it oh my god okay so just random story like i had a call a sales call with a um a bride yesterday and she She reached out to me from like the Noor Pasadena um, vendor list, but she's like, I just like your style because it's not Armenian. And um, she's like, she's so chill. She's like, I want all candid. I don't want to be posed. Like, I just want my light and airy. I don't want to be like overstaged by all the photographers. Um, And then I asked her the question, like, so tell me, like, what's your style? You know, I know you're Armenian wedding. And she's just like, not Armenian. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's her style I was like I was like, I don't even know if she's gonna book me, but I hope she does um but it's just like listening to these things that people want um yeah, it's so powerful. How do you think like kind of having this niche um I know like I know your style if everyone just goes to your Instagram right now, uh link in profile, you can see like her beautiful work, but like how has being a multicultural um expert expert like helped you in booking weddings?
1: Um, just you know so it starts with the consultation right I I really do um, really listen to my client like really like you know really listen to it and, and de- dig really deep on what's really important to them um, because because I'm listening, I'm able to customize my my presentation. Um, and cater to them so it's like every consultation is very different you know and it's funny the thing you say to me is like uh, uh they're when client client uh like you know asian client they're like i want it to not be asian <laughs> <You know laughs> I, mean? they're like, I don't want too much asian element i i do want a little bit of it like but i don't want i want it to be look very westernized oh, no. you know it's funny, because when people come to me, because I do a lot of multicultural wedding, that they know that some, I don't do all like, sometimes all my clients are not Asian, I would say, I would say like, 50% 50% are Asian and the rest will be like different cultural elements. So it's funny, they will like, I I'll get that a lot as well too. They're like, well, we don't, we want it a little Westernized or they want like, they have inspiration. Like they'll be like, I do want like some French inspiration yeah. in my wedding, you know, and things like that. You know, they want something different, you know, they don't want it to all like be cookie cup cutters, yeah. you know, they want it to be something different and to also be customized. So um, I I really, I'm really big a customizing, customizing their needs and uh and that's what I do when I do talk to my clients yeah. and when I do my presentation is to customize um uh whatever they tell me and whatever conversation that we have, I customize it based on that. Um, and all the work that I do, I customize it based on that. Oh,
0: well. I love that. I'm the opposite, like um, well as a person, it's like I grew up so white and my all my like I'm attracted to like super like more fobby men. And all my yeah. all my ex boyfriends and my now husband, they're like, oh my god, like your parents are so white. They're like Stephen and Barbara Wu, you know, like they don't like, they don't know, <laughs> like a, like a speck of Chinese. Um, so yeah. then for me, like I wanted more Asian, you know. And trying, I'm like, I want like the oh, yeah. like I want the tea mm-hmm. ceremony, like I want these elements of. I I tried to be Miss Chinatown, you know. I I, I was oh, a so fail cool. consistent. so it's just like I'm kind of like yearning for that Asian aspect because. I'm not that at all. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I,
1: I, you know what, as I get older, I'm, I'm like you, I'm, I am, I'm embracing a lot of my Asian culture. I said that for my, one of my birthday party, one day I will plan my own birthday party. Cause as an event planner, you don't want to plan anything of your own. Right. So, cause it's just like, oh, it's like, I can plan everybody else's events and weddings and everything. But when it comes to myself, I just don't, sometimes it's like, oh. To push myself to do it, I wanted to do like a old Shanghai birthday party, like everyone would oh, wear the. You, chi- me, you know, yeah. yeah, I will love that, and then have like, um, like the you know the the thirties, forties, like band playing in the background, yeah. and all those old old style Chinese music back in China. Oh. So I'm like, I know I, as I get older, I'm just embracing like um, all my, you know, all my Asian, um, culture. So I, I'm really excited. I like, mean, I think about it all the time. So ah, I'm like, I, wanna, I can't wait, I can't wait for
0: that now. day. I'm like, I'm like dreaming up my outfit right now. I'm thinking yeah, like yeah. Gemma Chan, like in Crazy Rich Asian. Oh, or yes. Oh
1: my God. Yes. Yeah, so I, yeah, that, that is a dream that I will make happen one of these days.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, it's way better than like a white party or like a
1: yeah like, yeah I,
0: know, I like I, the 50s just it's so it's so unique you have to you have yeah, to so unique. So,
1: yeah I, I really like I've been really embracing like mm-hmm. just different culture as well too and I you know because I was born in Vietnam I love Vietnamese food and mm-hmm. love like everything about it as well too and kind of want to incorporate that in it's like just like because when people see like because uh, uh, I did a WIPA, um cultural um, event, oh, yeah. I kind of immersed. Yeah, I immersed the Chinese and the Vietnamese culture together. Wow. Um, because we are, we do live. I do live in San Gabriel Valley, where is a lot of mixed um, Vietnamese and Chinese culture in it. So I kind of use different elements from both, both, both of my. You
0: know, oh, I love it.
1: Culture growing up.
0: Yeah, I, I love being Asian. Like there was a yeah. shirt that I saw on, like at. um, I think it was Urban Outfitters a long time ago, but it was like everyone loves an Asian girl.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, that's so cute! Have well, it, but... know. that's so cute! I love that. It's so cool, and I see like all like Asian vendors too. I'm like, we're so trustworthy.
1: <laughs> yes, I you Are know we? um when, yeah when we uh sometimes when I do like editorial shoot um if there is like a certain like um elements that we want to incorporate into. Uh, our shoot Um, and if there's like a a, like let's say if I do something that um, reflects some of our um, show off some of our our Asian vendor um, I'm all about empowering everyone like if I'm at this level I do want to everybody we all move together at and level up with um, each other you know we I do want to empower Uh, And work with like a lot of um, because we're we're considered still very minority and I think I do want to empower us and like have our voice you know um, uh, our voice be heard uh, and yeah and actually become you know have people like know that hey we are very we're creative we're you know we're a powerhouse as well too we're you know we're we're we uh, we are you know we are the, the we are very worthy of like creating amazing amazing events
0: yeah I love that oh my god I just saw like the unforgettable I wish I went and like the fashion oh my god incredible yeah um tell me like where you see yourself like the next year um you know me and you are both veterans and I'm you know branching out to more coaching um tell me where your head's at right now like where you see yourself in like a year or two I'm excited to share with you all about our first Get A Heck Yes sponsor, 17 Hats. I've been using the CRM company for over a decade and I've been referring them to all my frienders for all this time. I always know when I'm going to get paid and most importantly, I get paid. So here is a question. What is holding you back? What's keeping you from finding success as a small business person? It's not passion. The fact that you're listening to my podcast shows that you're eager to learn and get better. Know what holds you back is all the chaos of business, paperwork, mailed invoices, and no system to handle it all. That's where 17 Hats comes in. 17 Hats is a better way to manage your small business. It's an all-in-one platform that streamlines everything from lead capture to client communication to click-and-you're-done automated invoices. 17 Hats paves the way for success you deserve by giving you back hours in your day. Find what success looks like for you with 17 Hats. Get started for free at 17hats.com and use my code HECKYES and it's going to give you guys 50% off your first annual membership. How amazing is that? Back to the show. I definitely
1: want to continue doing event planning and weddings. Uh, I definitely want to dab into a little more into also like home decoration. Yeah. Uh, that's just been my new newest newest hobby lately. So I, I kind of want to get into that. I really like enjoy it, and I watch all like the decoration, all the like home shows. Where they do like interior design, um, not so much so much in tour interior design, but more how home decorating mm-hmm. or, uh, decorating, maybe like event space, you know, staging it. Uh, I want to dab into a little bit more of that. Uh, as you know, I think as a veteran, you kind of like start uh, diversifying your yeah. portfolio uh-huh, and uh-huh. seeing what else can 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 you also also do um, and definitely um, being part of part of WIPA trying to see if we can um, create more diverse community in there kind of bringing um, more different type of um, uh, minority into WIPA uh, so then because we're there to empower each other you know and kind of grow as a community as well too because we and Los Angeles are very diverse so we definitely want to create a, divi- a diverse environment for um, for our event pl- a professionals as well too so I definitely want to continue like also serve my community you know whatever that may look like um, whatever it may be it could be like collaborations editorial shoots um, you know doing uh, doing things like this like Chris I'm so proud of you you're like ah! totally amazing I'm you're like my inspiration because oh yeah you're totally my inspiration I, I definitely have a lot of gold maybe one day writing a book or like have merchandise out um, like wedding merchandising out like I have like goals in the future yeah. which I have to like draw a roadmap for but definitely getting into like something um that is like another level to my my creative creativity because I have like a lot of creative ideas yeah. you know me we have a lot of creative ideas but we definitely want to like have you know slowly get get to that that, that end goal you know so thank
0: you for saying that that's so nice girl yeah. um let's speak to the hearts of wedding pros that are struggling um say wedding pro right now is listening and they're struggling to get bookings struggling to book the leads that they do get and maybe thinking like they put they're all in this and but they just yeah. feel like it's not working out like what would you tell them to do today to like just get out of their heads and make this happen for them?
1: Um, I definitely think that, um, to me, what really helped was kind of getting feedback from um, event professionals that have been in the industry for quite a long time. Ah. So if you want to get into the luxury market, uh, which eventually a lot of um, younger or like... um, newer planner want to get into and in, in, into the luxury market um, talk to ha- talk to somebody or have somebody that mentor you in that at that level because if you one I, I when I like I think three years in my business I had uh, a luxury client who like uh, I had a, cons- a consultation with and I realized that I wasn't at that level in in when I consult with them, where I wasn't able to provide what they were looking yeah. for. So I've realized I say, Hey, you know, I, I really do need to start, um, networking and talking to people at that level. If I want to be at that level, wow. you know, um taking a lot of workshop. There's workshop out there as well too, where they are, um, say, you know, there's sales workshops. There's also like, um, a networking event as well to planners working event, that you could like, um, meet with some of these planners and kind of sit down with them. Um, I sometimes give like, uh, I have a lot of planners that reach out to me that said, Hey, can I like, you know, get some feedback from you? Like, what can like, if there's something that they can learn to help them level up their business, I'm really I'm always open to talking to them sitting down, Sitting down with them, um, understanding like their their process and how they do, how they, um, you know, when they like the, from the initial like talking to them, consulting with them, and from like the presentation also closing because a lot of time when you get to the end you don't close. They're like, okay, sure, we're we're gonna you know, just call me or yeah. let me know when you're ready, right? I mean, I think that we have to tell the client what's the next step for them, yeah. you know, because we're guiding them what to do as well, too. So I, I think there's just a lot of like, um, I wanted to like, for all the like, people who's are struggling, um, struggling with that, uh, just keep keep going, you know, keep going. And I'm um, finding somebody who can, um who can sit down with you and kind of look at your process as well, too, because probably it may work for a long time one way. But once you start leveling up or, you know, your 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 target market changes as well, too. And you have to change within the time because I that that's a a thing I have to learn. Like after a while, I'm like, hey, I need to start changing because some of the younger couple may it may not work for them. Yeah, we have to like work within that time yeah. and we're always constantly changing in the, oh, the
0: industry that was really good advice actually surprisingly no one has said that advice which is really good it's almost like we're so close to our business so it's like we need someone to look at it from like a bird's eye view that has yeah. done it already because yeah. it's like we feel like we're doing it all we're working so hard but it's like what if there's like one little piece that's missing yeah. so
1: I love that yeah, it's so important yeah I, I I I I have I have people I get um when I was like growing as well too I talked to so many different planners I'm like hey am I pricing this correctly um like what like what do you do to help level up your business like I asked a lot of like okay questions uh-huh. because I also want to be at their level. Yeah. So I also want to learn what they're doing as well, too. So yeah, it's just important just to find someone to mentor you and guide you through the process.
0: I love that. Okay, so rapid fire fun questions. What's your favorite place that you traveled to? I love all your travel. Uh,
1: I I, oh, God, I have two places I really enjoy going to, you know, I really love Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, so Japan is like, um quite uh amazing i like the culture i love the food uh, I love the people there. So um, so Japan. And then I do love France. I felt like I went there for like six days, but I only scratched the surface. It's kind of wow. like LA. Even though I live in LA and I haven't been to everything in LA. So France, I, I really enjoy. I definitely would love to go back. I do love the culture. Um, a lot of like our fashions, a lot of our styles, a lot of our desserts are from France. So I kind of do want to go back.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite multicultural wedding that you planned just off the top of your head and why?
1: I did one um, from the Baylor Bay Club. Uh-huh. That was my favorite. Um, and they they were, she was Filipino. I think he was like Latin. Um, he was like a mix, mixed Latin. And, uh, you know, w- what made it really fun for me, it was that she told me that, she gave me the, the creative freedom. She's like, she just told me this is a color I like. And she gave me one picture that was an wow. inspiration to her and I ran with it. Wow. She like gave me that freedom and she just said she just gave me ideas that she would love. I put the design board together and that was fun for me because that was one of the very first wedding that a couple would say, "Hey, I'm going to let you I'm hire you for a reason." And because I hire you for a reason, I'm letting you have this creative power. So I was just like really, really like excited about that. Um,
0: We will, we will, we will link that in the show notes. That wedding,
1: yes, that was like a a beautiful wedding. Um, I did a wedding in Vegas as well. That that also stand out. And she gave me a creative freedom as well. She just told me this is what she likes. This is what she Uh enjoys. So it gave me a, a lot of creative freedoms. I really enjoy when when a couple give me creative freedoms. I Man, my ideas are like, oh my God, like it just explode Um, It just like it's infamous. It just keeps going, um, you know. I'm like, what about this? Why do we do this? Why do we do that? So it just and like, and something is as simple as like, instead of having your string quartet played at your ceremony, why don't you have your string quartet play when you do your First review of your reception. Wow! So like ideas like that, I like would come up with like ideas like that for like yeah. So it it was just something really fun and yeah. uh, yeah. And I did one that a hummingbird nest ranch as well too. That was like I never done a black tie wedding Uh and I did one and I was just like wow, it's so chic, slick, and you know very like stylish and it was just something that very memorable things that I've done. That have stand out.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing. Those are so beautiful. You're so inspiring. Just one last quick question: What is the biggest thing that you learn from being in the fashion industry that you you've taken to your wedding business? Um, so I think I do have. So I
1: I don't. Uh, some of my full planning I do uh, include like styling wardrobe, road, wardrobe. Yes. So uh, so I do. So what I have learned in p- the past is the same thing. We create a mood board. So I do do like a styling board for my client, um, and I have gone to with couple with my f- uh, full planning client to go with them dress shopping, and I have gone with um, with the groom to go tuck shopping wow. as well too. We I have put a styling board together with them and kind of put things together in terms of colors, what kind of accessory you can. Can um, wear and putting that elements together. So that's something I learned from the fashion industry wow. because not only you can make a beautiful dress, yes. but also the most important thing is also styling as well too. Because in the fashion show, you have to like learn how to style the hair, the hair, the makeup. That you have to accessorize it as well to how you how you accessorize it. What color, What what kind of um, accessory to use? And the most important part is the shoes as well too. So I have clients that are like we're not creative at all, Carol. We are not like okay. that type. Of, they're like, yeah. they're not that type of client, right? They're like, some of them are like in the medical industry. Some of them are like, you know, um, in the finance industry, they're like, we're not creative at all. So they want me to put something together for them. So it's just seemed like, it's like, uh, so it, so we can create their wedding vision and their wardrobe cohesively together. Uh, so I've done that. So I have incorporated cool. some of my like styling and, Helping my client come up with like some you know outfits Aww. for them. also for their wedding party as well too to make them cohesive too. So
0: oh, I want to hire you right now. So tell everyone where to find you and how to work with you.
1: Um, so you could reach out to me at um, info at the Um, you could also go on my website www details.com. Dot com. Uh, and then, you know, uh, I also like if you want any type of mentorship or anything like that, or, you know, want to pick my brain, you know, grab a cup of coffee i do have a link on there um, as well that you can schedule time to meet with me so i do have all these things um, uh, to to you know like tools to help you yeah. elevate your business as well too so yeah definitely you could find me on online you could even message me on instagram anything i'm i'm really open i'm very flexible i like meeting people
0: oh thank you carol this is an amazing conversation you're the best Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.